What's going on, everybody? This is Danny. I'm Warren. This is Jordan. And we are introducing what Warren called a few weeks ago our fourth horseman and permanent member of our podcast, Yanni. Hello. And Yanni's going to be a permanent part of the podcast uh, every few weeks. He'll be on and, you know, chiming in on the topics that we talk about. I feel like he's not part of the group until he elbow drops a blazer, though. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs to elbow drop a blazer so, or throw a shoe at uh, Yeah, at Jay Lethal. <laughs> at Jay Lethal. So the most important question, which horseman am I? Oh, you're Arn Anderson. <laughs> he has to be the enforcer, right? Uh, Mongo. Mongo. He has to earn his stripes before I can call him. Like, God. <laughs> even even though I'm bald, I like I, I my favorite is Ric Flair, so I gotta say that. Warren, no. you're um Tony Blanchard, obviously. What'd you just call me? Tony Blanchard. Excuse me. <laughs> Tully Blanchard. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm sorry. But I want to be Tony Danza now. Tony, Tony, Tony Danza. <laughs> then Elton John can kiss me. <laughs> Anyways, um, before wow. we jump into this week's... So the fuck's Jordan? Virgil, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but he could be. You know, he's the king of the breadsticks now. <laughs> Meat sauce mouth. And don't forget, I don't know what a goat is, but Chris Jericho is the greatest <laughs> of all time. It's Soul Train Jones. <laughs> This isn't a wrestling podcast, we promise you. We promise. Um, before we jump into today's topic, uh, we just wanted to, you know, chime in and see what everybody's up to. Um, Jordan had a really good idea to just talk about, like, you know, in the gaming aspect of the podcast, what we're currently playing and what we're currently catching up on. I know the past few weeks I've been catching up on a bunch of Berserk. Um, I bought a crap ton of manga and I've been playing uh, Scarlet Nexus on my Twitch channel. Warren? Uh, I've been hopping around a lot. I mean, playing uh, Wonderlands with Yane. Um, a game, an indie game called Nobody Saves the World is really fun. Um, definitely check that out. And then I've been playing a bit more VR. So uh, playing Beat Saber with my wife. Um, playing Resident Evil Four. Um, just stuff like that. And I'm uh, I just beat Returnal with Yane. Oh, or shit. we got one of the yeah. endings. First but official playthrough. The first okay. official playthrough. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> get, get, I'm, a, I'm a get good scrub. Okay, so yeah. when stuff gets difficult and there's co-op options, I know I like. I take it, so. except except for Dark Souls and uh, the Souls in general. You know that that game is like that, that series is just meant for solo achieving. Yeah, if Triplet mm-hmm. was here, he'd understand. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> we like, love you, Triplet. I feel like Returnal yes. was one of those games that kind of like floated under the radar. Dude, and when and you, it just what came out the, and the whole story behind it is like not what I expected no. it to be. Because mm-hmm. um, I watched Yanni do one of the playthroughs and it was. No, but like when the first actual official cutscene plays oh, like, throughout yeah. the game, like yeah. throughout throughout your playthrough, it it you get glimpses of what happened, but you don't know to the full extent. And then you walk around this world, you see your dead astronaut bodies, and you're just trying to piece together everything that happened, and then when you come to realize what it's about, it's, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, other than that, uh, I caught up on spy family, which is a good, wholesome, Dude, I love spy funny. Yeah. I mean, Danny Trejo was great. I agree. Dude, Danny Trejo was great in those movies. Yes, he was. Yeah. Spike has 3d is the greatest 3d movie of all time. And I will stay on my ground on that. It's up there with the, with the avatar movie for best 3d movie of all time. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah. hey, Avatar is still breaking records, but... Yeah, yeah, I, mm-hmm. do, I do also like Avatar The Last Airbender. That's a great 3D movie. Anyways, how do, you, yeah. how do you feel about the new one? Set for the trailer, you think it's just... Oh, The Way of Water? It looks good. It, yeah. I think it looks good. Yeah, yeah. I The mean, cinematography looks 
Yeah. You could tell why this movie took a while to make. Yeah. 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 Well, the first one was like the first almost entirely CGI movie. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty sick. So I guess for myself, pretty much just been real busy with work. And then as previously stated, been grinding chaos levels of Warren for yeah. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, fuck Chaos 11. <laughs> that Dude, fuck that chaos shit made no sense. That and the update they put. The update actually crashed the game. So you were getting shot through walls and taking DOT from like while you spawn. So it's yeah. just like, oh, this is... Okay. Like you walk down the boss and you're already almost dead. You're like, well, this yeah, sucks for my right? life. Like I literally spawned in three quarters dead. Yeah. And as you're dropping down, it's like, I'm down. So. Oh, it's- it was it was an update. It's like our uh, Gears of War time, dude. We, we, me and Yanni were playing the. I'm on the OG Gears One um, remaster. Remaster. Oh yeah. So and Yanni was still playing on Xbox One, and I had a Series X. Oh okay. And yeah. we get to the Berserk part, like the first Berserk, and I just see Dom walking forward, like, "Yo, Yanni, you good?" And Yanni's like, "I'm loading in." And then as soon as Yanni loads in, the fucking red yeah. omen sack. Oh, yeah, basically, cut from black to just the Berserker blowing me up. And doing <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Oh god. Um yeah, so let's get started about what this week's yeah. going to be about. So this week uh we figured we we um delayed it about another week cuz we wanted to give people a chance to watch it, but we're going to be doing a uh Multiverse of Madness spoiler cast. I love like you say you give people an extra week when people knew what the movie was about before it even fucking came out. That's true. Yeah, Spoilers it was it was the well, worst kind of people kind of, kind of went in with higher I, expectations and yeah. Yeah. I I muted you know, so oh, yeah, even yeah. though one thing got fucking spoiled for me yeah. before the movie, like the day before we went, yeah. But I muted the hashtags and everything, so I, I didn't see know anything. anything. Yeah, and no um, social media at all. So yeah, yeah. so good, like, good man. well, straight line again. It, it had nothing to do with social media. It was fucking YouTube that screwed me. The over. the thing that made this movie fun for me is for the first time I actually only watched the first official yeah. trailer that dropped, yeah. and I didn't. I didn't bother to look at anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I wanted to go in with the element of surprise. And that's the thing with Marvel. Like, I just feel like they just need one good trailer. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's like, or I like how they do misdirects. Like, look what they did with Infinity War and Endgame. Like, they've, or even. Dude, those trailers were like, even yeah. though they're three minutes long, they feel like. And it's quality. all misdirection. Like, and I yeah. loved it. I, I love it. So I feel, because, you know, Doctor Strange is Warren's favorite marvel superhero yeah i feel like warren should start off and see what he felt about the movie oh okay um yeah so i mean dr strange is my favorite i love sam raimi as a director benedict cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors so it, it definitely it it felt different i think that's my favorite thing i can say about this marvel movie is it didn't feel like all the other ones it felt a lot more dark it had sam raimi's effects with like visuals uh, it was more horror based, yeah. so it constantly had you on kind of a suspense feel. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody who uh, partakes in other fun things, uh, that movie is very trippy. So yeah. that, so that, <laughs> that alone, could, I like it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, there's a lot of references to a lot of different comic books. Um, I mean, we'll get more into that after. But no, overall, I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, it's up there for one of my favorites. I think it stayed comically accurate while still giving us what Marvel's been known for, which is let's put a spin to kind of make it more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a there's a scene, if you don't mind me spoiling one part just to start, but like the, mu- <laughs> the music scene. Mm-hmm. Like there's a scene where they're fighting with the actual Battle music. Battle of the Bands. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they're using the actual. I love that scene. And this is where uh, Nikki and I, my wife, she... We sat there, and my favorite part of the movie is just the music. The, yeah. the, the entire 
soundtrack to this movie is my favorite. It's my favorite. It's it's song. a brilliantly it it brings suspense when it needs to. It brings like it lightens the mood. Each character has their own specific theme, like mm-hmm. as they come on screen. Yep. Um, it's but, the experience, you know. But like, it's it's when you saw Sam Raimi go, okay, we know our soundtrack is amazing. We know let's have the music actually be part of the visuals and he's shooting like uh you know everything musical off notes. of the the play notes and mm-hmm. it, it, it just i love that okay. that was fun fact that whole musical like fight all sam Raimi. yeah oh yeah no all see he's, he's the one that came up with that he idea. is brilliant and um he's one of those directors that he, when he's invested mm-hmm. you'll get a quality product when mm-hmm. he doesn't care and, and I, I know people like will shit on spider-man 3 but that wasn't entirely. Yeah, involved. Sam Raimi didn't even want anything to do with Venom. Spider Man Two. Relate, he couldn't relate to Venom. Yeah, as a yeah. Character. and, and, and that, plus, Spider Man Two still arguably considered one of the best superhero. Oh yeah, movies. it's it's up there as one of my all time favorites. Yeah. But it's like when you look at Sam Raimi when he's doing what he loves to do, you have a quality project. It, mm-hmm. I mean, if people don't love it because it wasn't as action packed or it wasn't as the you know the character, I, I think IGN said it best when they're like, "Oh, the dialogue doesn't make sense." Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Half the dialogue Just, in these movies don't make oh, sense. Yeah. Seven GN, I I, I don't. Listen yeah, that. but so that's <laughs> overall, it was a fun. It was very fun, and uh, I will say, don't go in with a headache. I had a slight headache going in, oh, did you, and as much as I enjoyed it, there was a few scenes where I was just I shut my eyes and I was like, I'll just enjoy listening because I was a, like, was the Mordo scene one of them? When I think the when scene... he drinks the the tea and the no, this, so yeah. that messed me up. No, yeah, I think was... I think it was the first time you see uh, them go through the the alternate universe. Yeah, like, that no, that like, shit was just, true. I would, like, yeah, no, no, but, but yeah. when they're like jumping universe, 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 yeah, 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 that I think triggered it. So I was like, oh shit, like because my head was already hurting. So I'm like, oh, that's a lot. But then I calmed down. I'm like, okay, I'm good again. Yeah, and that, then Dolby like that was that, every time they hop the universe like it just popped your ears like yeah. boom 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 i'm like oh oh <laughs> so i will stop i'll go back into my breakdown of things but i'll move on to jordan how'd you love like what'd you think uh easily top five marvel movie for me um it just <laughs> going off of what you said uh, <laughs> for those who you don't know warren just put on a new york yankees hat and it was hilarious yeah. my family but, has already disowned me so let's go more it's like i've already been written off i can't get any lower yeah but uh <laughs> you know not knowing a whole lot about dr strange or a whole lot about comics in general you know dipping and diving into certain things um i very much enjoyed this movie Pro- mm-hmm. i'd probably give it like an eight out of ten for me there was only like the two the, the things I didn't like about it were just just small. Yeah. But um, I would say the same for me. The cinematography was great. You know, the music was great. Um, and just, uh, I thought the, 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 the story was mm-hmm. great um, yeah. and where and what it's setting up, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah. And that's what people need to understand. This isn't your, you know, oh, Strange is getting this big movie. No, Strange is now setting up everything i think forward. people walked into this movie with too high of expectations yes. yeah not re- real how long did it take to get to avengers it 10 years no the, oh, no, no, the, the first, first avengers one, the first movie. one um i don't remember like people i think we're expecting like so, avengers quality I think I think the biggest gripe too, though, and again this or is the kind of... all the cameos people expect yeah, yeah that's that's because I think that's marvel way was like, well mainly because marvel bought got a lot of their properties yeah. back so everybody thought this was going to be the movie where uh all those properties were going to get introduced yeah you know and i get that and i understand that but you know 
it's still the beginning of phase mm -hmm. four. Yeah. Like, I would say we're maybe like halfway through the phase. Yes, maybe it's gonna. Point. They did say it's gonna take a long time. Kevin Feige did say this is the anchor of the next, you know, yeah, the next he's, big he's, crossover. Benedict's taken over what Robert Downey yeah, Jr. was. Exactly. He is now gonna be the focal point of. And and they set that up in this. And movie. they set it up in this movie. Like, yeah, you can take like you know who broke the multiverse first was Loki, and and you know obviously continuing on with you know, Spider-Man and all that. Kevin Feige did confirm that the reason why the spell in, in No Way Home didn't work was because what Loki and Sylvie did. Yeah. So it's obviously it started there, but what Doctor Strange did, it's set up where they're going, yeah. which we can just say that it's it's secret wars that they're going. Mm -hmm. But uh, my last thing I'll say before uh, passing it off to Yanni is my biggest takeaway in this movie was Wanda. Uh, I loved Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. I liked what they did with her character. I know Warren's not a yeah, big fan of Scarlet Witch, but well, um, don't you know Elizabeth Olsen just loves being called people's mom. She doesn't understand what that means. Like. <laughs> this is true. All right, Yanni. so I, I really enjoyed it. Out of everyone here, I'm probably the least knowledgeable person on comics and everything else in general. And to be quite frank, I didn't really watch Marvel movies till before I met Jordan, probably about eight years ago now. And he was the one who kind of got me started on watching everything. Yeah. I believe the exact term he used was a cinephile because every cinephile. movie you'd think I'd seen, I hadn't. Mm -hmm. And just going into movies like this completely blind is a really cool experience because I don't have that predetermined expectation of, oh, they're going to introduce X, Y, and Z, or this movie has to tie into this and that. I can just kind of enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like certain Marvel movies have different weights behind them. Like, uh, take compare this to Eternals. Eternals was a movie you could probably just go in and enjoy. Yeah. And it had maybe one small tie-in. But where this one just felt bigger because it's starting everything off. Yeah. All of the expectations and hype behind it. Mm -hmm. I would agree probably clouded people's judgments on it because they thought it was going to do literally everything. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I... And I honestly think it did what it was supposed to do very, very well. Yeah. As you said with the fights, that was like the musical score into the fights and how like with the the music notes going back and forth, the right like our Doctor Strange versus the corrupted one had literal different scores. So as one throws the notes and the other one catches it on the musical line, I forget what the term for the bars are, it changes to a different <coughs> sound and then it changes to purple as he's throwing them back. Yeah, and then it changed mm -hmm. it it was all very well done. Yeah. yeah. It was very visually appealing. Yeah. For me, um, like for me, at least I didn't like, I was hyped for the movie, but I wasn't one of those people that overhyped myself. Again, I muted everything for a week before the movie started. No, I didn't then want Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> then I didn't, like, you know, Twitter did blow up with spoilers, no, I know. but like, I, I like, like muted everything. <laughs> and obviously I had one thing spoiled for me the day before I just opened YouTube because someone sent me a link to a YouTube video when I was done with it my recommended page had a freaking boom spoiler the same thing happened to Jordan which is fucking crazy yeah, that sucks See, I, learned, <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson with God of War Jordan yeah. and I were playing through that and then literally front screen on the homepage of Google is like the final fight in God of War oh, it's yeah. just like the, I after that, I got rid of recommendations. Yeah, that's I've done that too. It's it's a big thing. <laughs> so um, for me, I I love the movie. I thought it was great. Um, and I did. I, I thought that one thing because a lot of people didn't watch WandaVision, and they think one thing if you didn't know the comics and you didn't know who Wanda 
becomes like with the Scarlet Witch and how her character changes. If you didn't watch WandaVision or at least the at least the the last episode, a lot of people didn't really get why she was evil in this movie. And obviously, yeah, they, they do kind of explain it. You know, she has kids that were weren't real. She made it up when she changed reality and all this stuff for herself. But a lot of people didn't watch WandaVision. So they didn't really they can't that, relate to it. Yeah, they can't they're like, whoa, what's going on? Like Wanda's bad. But like you have to have had you know, you have to have watched WandaVision for it. Other than that, I thought this was a Sam Raimi fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I made a prediction with Jordan. Oh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Every movie has Bruce Campbell. Every no movie. So, so, like, the, so me and Jordan, like, an hour before the movie started, he's like, who do you think is going to show up? I'm like, I think Bruce Campbell is 100% going to be in it. And the best way possible is Pizza Papa. Pizza Papa always gets paid. <laughs> uh, so, um, well, do you, like the, do you like the little reference, too, um, with him punching himself in the face? Yeah, to his hand from Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah, that was and, an Evil Dead reference. I love that. Um, I, I love the movie. I thought it was trippy. I thought <laughs> they finally gave Doc. Besides him in um, Infinity War, like having like a really fucking crazy fight with Thanos, I finally thought that like Doctor Strange was the Doctor Strange, even though he's not Sorcerer Supreme yet. Which I kind of like what Marvel's doing with that because they're gonna tell his story when he finally becomes a Sorcerer Supreme, and I think that's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, the cameos in this were awesome. We'll get back to that. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. you know, ask everybody who are their favorite cameos. The score, like Warren said earlier, was great. Um, my favorite theme is when a certain somebody shows up and they play a theme and you're like, whoa, and it makes you think that that person is from that particular universe. universe and you're yeah. like, oh shit, that's probably where they ended something. <laughs> and um, no, it was great. I, I thought it was great. A lot of people did have very much high expectations for this movie and i know for a lot of people it kind of you know killed their hype when it finally came out but i think sam raimi going forward just like james gunn and takita watiti like with thor and guardians i think sam raimi should do the next few doctor strange projects like yes by far like he's the best i love that they did and maybe not even just doctor strange because remember russo's yeah they they did uh winter soldier yeah and, that and then they ended up doing. One of the best ones. They ended after that. They ended up doing what Civil War and both uh, Infinity War, War and Endgame. Yeah. I love the fact that Sam Raimi has gone on record saying he refuses to do Spider Man again because Tobey Maguire will kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that was just like because people have asked that like why aren't you doing Spider Man since you are so passionate about the project? He goes, oh, because Tobey Maguire will kick my ass. But now he's saying since everything's possible, he wants to do Spidey Four. Yeah, but yeah. I just I just think it's funny that that was like that was the number one question for him is like oh are you ever gonna reprise your you know your love for Spider Man because that's his favorite comic book character yeah. which a lot of people will agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so but you just spoiled the end credit scene to that movie. It's gonna be uh, Tobey Maguire beating him up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The, and, and Bruce Campbell's like it's over. Yeah. It's over yelling at Tobey Maguire. Like, Dude, I died at that scene. Um, but yeah, no, I I genuinely think it was I think it was a great movie. I think it's a great. Uh, like you just said, it's an anchor. It's mm-hmm. it's going to start setting up a lot of things. We finally now, um, if you if you're hearing the spoilers now, we finally have you know X Men are officially canon. Uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four finally. I mean, mind you, there's talks John Krasinski doesn't have a signed contract, yeah. so they're like, oh, maybe that was an alternate universe. Well, I think I think if they don't sign him to be Reed Richards, that was just very much fan service because. He's perfect. He's perfect, and he was fan-casted. I, I Everybody can, wants him to be Reed Richards. I can and... tell you right now. Um, so this is now my visual. So I didn't sit next to you guys. I sat no. next to my wife and some random people. Um, 
anybody who knows me and going to a movie with me, I'm usually, I'm not quiet, but like, especially with comic book movies, I like to like sit there and, oh, that costume's from this. Oh, this is that. I was sitting there telling Nikki all this yeah. and the guy next to me, who's definitely never like read a comic book in his life, leans over and I think he's gonna tell me to shut the hell up. He looks and goes, what's going on in this scene? I'm like, wait, what? He's like, can you please explain it? So I'm sitting there explaining that to him. Um, yeah, so my wife tolerates me. Um, <laughs> um, but what I, I was going to say was I, I knew about John Krasinski being in the movie. Um, I knew that was going to be the big thing. So my she loves The Office. Yeah. So when she got to see him as Mr. Fantastic, I, I just looked right at her. I, I stopped watching the movie and watched her, and her face lit up. And then, of course, you know, few minutes later <laughs> and um that was the thing that was spoiled for me and jordan on yeah. youtube was reed rich i didn't watch the scene but it was his face in the fantastic four suit and it's like reed richard shows up in multiverse yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like ah i i didn't get <laughs> spoiled but like it was just it's been talked about for so long yeah. it was like that and the whole tom cruise's iron man thing yeah, like man. i was like at least one of them is going to yeah. happen yeah. and again um I don't know if you want me to talk too much about the comics, if I want to start bringing no, stuff no, up. No, no, this is, I, I like this, because I was going to bring it up too with certain scenes. Like, I knew if we're, if we're going the Illuminati, then you have to, you have to have Mr. Fantastic. It's like, the two that are guaranteed are Professor X and Mr. Fantastic. They have um, to do that. Obviously, Doctor Strange, it's the movie for him, so he's there. And then, it should have had Iron Man, it should have had, I mean, it did have Black Bolt, it like, yeah, your your smile. Um, <laughs> I hate black folk. Uh, I know. You know. You know why I'm smiling. I mean, he went out very satisfying, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, the one thing that I do love about the the Marvel universe, the the MCU, is we blend a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. We don't just do one storyline. So it's like if you read them all, you're like, oh, cool. I have like an idea of what's going to happen, and then they turn it around to like, oh shit, we're going this route now. And mm-hmm. the the one thing I will say. Um, before I get to Jordan, my bad Jordan, I want to talk about Yeah, sure. Um, I did find it a little odd that they designated the MCU Earth 616, which is the can- the canon, you know, main line in the Marvel comics is Earth 616. So I don't know how they're going to differentiate <laughs> that. But I thought it was good. I like how they tied in the comics because obviously they're taking things from the comics and the movies and putting them in there. So it's I thought that was something that was kind of smart. But for I would like have the, never thought that movies based off of comic books would be in the same thing, would take things from the comics. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at the, look at the failure movies that don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I fantastic love, source material. Yep, hey, just throw it away. Galactus the cloud atlas. Oh my god! Don't even get me started on that. I hope they put that in the new Fantastic Four movie and just like Deadpool kind of fucks with it and like slices it off. I mean, he already shot. He already shot himself. Do you think we'll get an alternate universe of Chris Evans as Human Torch? I I I was actually expecting that in this movie. I was like, watch Chris Evans be. Someone walk up to him and be like, "Hey, Cap," and be like, "No, it's Flame On." Yeah, that'd be so (laughs) weird. No, that's what Deadpool Three is all about. He's actually just jumping Uh, universe to universe. And uh, Jordan, go ahead. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh-huh. Um, How about your it? favorite parts? My favorite parts of the movie. Um, obviously, other than the Wanda versus the Illuminati, because mm-hmm. I thought that was just, just gruesome. That has gruesome and like, satisfying. I will say though, like, how the fuck could Captain Carter keep up a fight against? 
you know, you know, I, it's, yes, she's a super soldier, but it's just like because she can do this all day, Jordan. Uh, apparently, <laughs> good. Uh, uh, also, can I just just point out if Captain America has America's ass, Captain Carter has England's ass. But, okay, go ahead. Um, I think one of the scenes that stood out for me was when um, Elizabeth Olsen first shows up to uh, how do I pronounce it? I don't want to butcher it. So, Warren, how do, how do you pronounce it? Kamatash? Oh, Kamatash. Oh, yeah. I, I, like when you said it, I was like, I don't know. She went to a lot of places. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, just seeing her tap into that dark, desperate element, you know, it really gave me like uh, like actual witchy type vibes, like even from like older Disney movies, mm-hmm. you know, like um, Ma- Ma- Maleficent. Ma- Maleficent. Like yeah. I really felt like a Maleficent vibe That's from a her. And then, and then, like when she shows up and it's just smoke, and you just see the red mm-hmm. come through the mist. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. It, it was a good visual for sure. Um, you know, Wong, of course, like our Wong. great yep. comic relief. Yep. Um, one thing that I was thinking about throughout, uh, throughout this week as preparing to talk about this is, I feel like um, within the strange music movies it's going to talk about a lot about like hypocrisy mm-hmm. because when you go back to the first Dr. Strange, the ancient one was called a hypocrite because she channeled her powers from the, from the dark, dark realm, dimension. dark dimension. Um, strange in this one, strange goes and uses the dark hole, but mm-hmm. every strange is the same. So, you know, um, and then Wong, saying oh you can't take an innocent child's life just to go and um just to live a life that you're that's not real mm-hmm. and what is he then yeah, he recommend to strange strange take her power take her powers <laughs> you know so um it seems like throughout these movies it's it's going to be dealing with a lot of inner conflict i mm-hmm. feel like yeah you know? and, yeah you can um, see it. um yanni your favorite part of the movie uh, I guess if I had to pick a favorite part, it would be when Doctor Strange uses the Darkhold. Okay. Because it cuts between him and Wanda both using the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. That scene was... That was such a great scene. But, like, it ties into when he first tracks her down and they're walking through the field, even though it's a fake vision. Um, no, not that vision. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... She's like, how come whenever you break the rules, you become a hero, and whenever I break the rules, I become a villain, and mm-hmm. that kind of drove that point home even more. Yeah. And then, um, I guess when the other strange from the Illuminati world used it, and then they were telling the backstory, or like it showed when Black Bolt blew him up, with, mm-hmm. uh, when he used the Darkhold to defeat Thanos right then and there. Yeah. You could see Thanos only had four of the stones in his gauntlet; he didn't yet have the time stone. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That's sick. He had the, the, the like, double-sided blade through the chest, but he didn't actually get the time stone, mm-hmm. which was strange doing the same thing Wanda did, just in a different world. Yeah. And he's still considered the hero of that world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they did, well, the Illuminati did that because you know, mm-hmm. they didn't want to tell yeah, anyone, they hey, to who killed him. him? Are you going to say something? So, sorry, cut you off. You're good. My actual f- favorite part of this entire movie is the concept of 
uh, dream walking. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Enjoy that was that. really cool. I thought I thought that was a cool way to explain it, especially to like a general audience that yeah. wouldn't really connect with, you know, multiversal like jumping and all that. It well, not only that, to, but to when you it. think in real life, though, when you're having those dreams where you're that running slow so or real. you're about to die, and yeah. then when you die, you, you wake, wake up. up. Like, that's... And I loved how the dark, uh, the Sinister Strange um, explained that. He's like, you ever have those dreams when you're falling off of a building <laughs> and you're about to die and you wake up? That was probably me. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, he's like, going around killing all these strangers. Was... That was cool, but that's fucked up though, because now you're thinking like, oh, there's a different version. I mean, there's an infinite number of strangers and sorcerers supremes, but um, you're thinking about all these like different scenarios where strange familiars, like half of the multiversal strangers could be dead because Sinister Strangers is killing everybody. But does this mean Sinister Strange knows how to traverse the multiverse? If that's true, yeah, if he was it, killing them, it could be. I mean, he just sits in his broken universe, so uh, the incursion universe. Mm -hmm. um, so I gotta say um, my favorite part um, for me, it, which which was the part that was most that I was most hyped about, was finally being introduced to the Marvel Illuminati. And I don't know if a lot of people knew this, but in the first Iron Man movie, and this is where it kind of ties in with you know Iron Man being a part of the Illuminati. You know he had it's the second Iron Man movie. Is it the second one? Yeah, he's in court, and, he's and he has phone. the Illuminati on the phone. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. And like that was such a cool attention to detail, and it all almost makes you wonder: was he a part of the Illuminati, you know, back then too? Like, and we just didn't know. But um, I mean, I don't think that what it is. But also, um, two things: one, being introduced to the Illuminati, and two, Wanda absolutely fucking destroying the Illuminati, which I thought was amazing. But before I get into that part, I the first two things about the Illuminati being introduced: I love the introduction of Reed Richards. I thought the fact that he came in through a TBA portal was a great attention to detail. He is the ancestor of King the Conqueror, so it's a cool like, way to introduce him to kind of the same technology. Um, and then two, when they introduced uh, Charles Xavier, he came out to the 1997 X-Men theme. Yep, and I thought that was so good of Danny Elfman to, one, score that, and then two, kind of make people think, like, I mean, he's in the same, you know, carrier, too, as in the 97 X-Men. It's like, that's probably the same Xavier. And then at the end of that show, he kind of disappears. So, like, where do you go? Well, Part they of did go through a cartoon animated universe. Yeah. So, so it's like, um, you know, he he probably just left to the Illuminati. Um, that's one thing. Uh, two, I I absolutely, well, no, not two, but part two of my favorite part. Um, I love when they first showed up to fight Wanda when Wanda shows up to the building. And um, one, I, people know me when it comes to the Illuminati, it, it, he doesn't, I don't mind him in the Illuminati, but when it comes to a certain group of superheroes in the Marvel comic universe is the Inhumans. I thought the concept of Inhumans is kind of dumb. Um, again, this is just my opinion. I don't hate people who like the Inhumans or anything like that. I mean, we got Kamala Khan out of it, which is great, but <laughs> I don't like, Black at this, uh, whatever the fuck his full name is, the King of the Inhumans. So I just don't like Black Bolt. I thought he was lame. I thought the ABC show that they did of the Inhumans with Black Bolt was absolute horseshit. And they actually used the same actor who played him in this movie. And the way he dies is the most satisfying thing. Because <laughs> he shows up, 
you know, Reed Richards is telling Wanda, like, Black Bolt can kill you, can kill you with a whisper of his voice from his mouth. And she just is like, what mouth? Changes reality where he doesn't have a mouth. He absolutely blows his brains out when he freaking panics. <laughs> yep. And I thought that was the most satisfying kill in the entire movie. Um, I love the attention to detail when she offs Reed Richards. Because the way you have to kill him is to spread him out, you know, and fucking... Unravel him. Yeah, unravel him through his brain. Get some explodes. That's the actual way you kill Reed Richards. And I love that attention to detail that she actually did that. And, you know, they put that in the movie. Well, you do, you do realize that um, she asked him the question of, do you have children? Yeah. And you know that Reed Richards' son mm-hmm. is a very vital part of yep. the mutants and is one of the strongest characters yes. in the Marvel Universe. So the fact that he's alive in this universe is now going to bring up more... Is it an Easter egg or is this a future event? Yeah. We'll come back to that <laughs> later date if they ever bring mm-hmm. it back up. Um, yeah, my, my favorite scene. Um, my favorite scene is different from all of yours. It's when Strange traps Wanda in the mirror dimension. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. And she uses her witchcraft to basically go through it, and she breaks the mirror dimension because... Oh, no, they're covering the puddles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I love in the comics is the mirror dimension is where Strange does a lot of his, you know, he can break the world. He can slow people down, trap them in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of reference that in multiple movies with Spider-Man, um, which... Geometry. I'm going to tell you it's one of the one word. Oh, no, geometry, it's, it's fine. It's just, it's, that was a fight that I felt was very unnecessary because I hate saying this, love Spider-Man. I, Spider-Man I love would not the visuals be, of that fight. Yeah, yeah. but like but we all know that in a real fight, Spider-Man would not beat Doctor Strange. Be yeah, and it's, it, no offense to Spider-Man, love, love the yeah. character, but like, you know, Strange is trying to hold his punches to not hurt a child. Exactly. But, Plus, he secretly loved Peter. Oh, yeah, he loves Peter Parker. I feel yeah. like it, Kind of showed up in this movie too when uh, Wong told him to kill the kid, and he doesn't. I yeah, like he does was... have a sweet spot for kids. You can tell. But the thing too that makes it even better is Benedict Cumberbatch is basically Tom Holland's babysitter in real life <laughs> yeah. too. So it's it's even better where you're like, man, he loves Peter Parker, but Benedict wants to slap the shit out of Tom <laughs> Holland. Um, no, um, yeah, when Wong is breaking the mirror dimension, I really like that because it shows that all you really need is just knowledge in the, the arts mm-hmm. and you can turn a spell against it. And I, I just think that's so cool because we, we got to see a lot of witch slashes sorcery magic. Like, oh, this is witchcraft. This is sorcery. It, yeah. There's and no like, real difference. It's just how you cast the spell is yeah. different. And I do like another thing for people who didn't watch WandaVision, uh, Agatha mentions in that episode, and, and Jordan Lee talked about this before, is she is her magic, her chaos magic surpasses that of the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. So, like, Wong can't beat her. Strange can't beat her. Karmataj couldn't fucking beat Don't her. Don't worry. Zatanna would beat her, though. <laughs> fucking Zatanna. But um, I do like that they, they kept that true. Like, no Sorcerer Supreme could kill her. They have to get um, the Book of Ashanti to, like, get the power, even though they never get it. Yeah. But, but here's the reason. Uh, so now we're going to reference comic books. Does anybody know what comics were referenced in these movies like does anybody understand where we're going with this so no because i only i i, I just old school strange i haven't really kept up with a lot of strange i know yanni no jordan and we, we talked about this okay this so the the two major ones is house of m and, oh yeah house and, of m, and yes. avengers disassemble those yes. are the two iconic stories that are intertwined. And then there's a little bit of Young Avengers. There's uh, Secret Avengers, Wars. Yeah. There's references to so many things and character arts. And uh, again, annoying my wife, she's sitting there and I'm pointing out like, that's Defender Strange. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, uh-huh. And then like a few scenes later, I'm like, and that's the, and she's just staring at me. I'm like, 
you can tell him to shut up at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, but just referencing, I think the biggest missed opportunity, and it's not anything to do with Sam Raimi, and it's kind of the acquisition of uh, of X Men. Mm-hmm. We finally now have you know Charles Xavier. Holy shit, we have X Men. I really, if this is Wanda's last movie, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's no. not. She's she already not, said she already said she's coming. Like I hate saying this, but there's in in comic books nobody ever dies. Nope. Like it's true. It's there's a universe. There's another character. Um, I wish they said no more mutants. I I feel as though that is the most oh, iconic yeah, line. She, yeah. she casts a spell, no more mutants, and everybody dies. And especially in the Sam Raimi's dark hold horror, I feel like that would have been so cool to see. Just other people affected other than just the people that we see like have xavier maybe realize as he's about to die he starts feeling the mutants die around him in the universe i feel like we could have done something with that kind of like what happened in cerebro exactly yeah like you you put a little more weight on the situation because a conversation that i had with uh nikki i've had with a few people other than the main characters we see die it's again marvel doesn't really show anything else like they, we saw strange become evil we saw like his vast wasteland but i mean that's it we just saw like oh cool it's dark and it's you know oh it's empty like i wish we kind of saw the the pure terror <coughs> on charles xavier like holy mm-hmm. shit what have we done um so that would have been really cool um my biggest complaint about that movie is we have characters that we can't call them who they really are we got to see Shimagorath. Yeah. But if you look up the credits, it's not Shima Gorak. It was like the Gargantuan or something. Yeah, it's uh, uh I forgot. I don't it's, remember what it's yeah. in. But it's, it's fucking Shima Gorak, but we can't call it that. because they um, what is it? Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, has trademark trademark Shima since Gorath. it first debuted there. Yeah. Um, again, another one at the very beginning of the movie. That monster that's traced uh, chasing Defender Strange and uh, Chavez. That's nightmare. Nightmare. That's fucking nightmare. It is a huge character in the Strange comics. And then they're like, oh, it was just some demon that Wanda summoned. It was like, what? Yeah, I didn't know that. It was just like, what, what do you mean? That that was pointless? And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, I mean, it, it didn't look like Nightmare. I'm like, the references when Strange woke up, that's Nightmare. That mm-hmm. was, And then, again, going back, um, obviously, with the end of the movie, showing Clea, who... I fucking love Clea. Yeah? I had no clue who the fuck that was. I yeah. had to ask. Uh, Clea is a great character. It's yep. a... Again, I don't know how much we are going to spoil into the future where we can talk about the movie right now. Um, I think we can predict what yeah. we think. Okay, the so obviously Clea being a love interest, being yeah. the later on Sorceress Supreme of the Dark Dimension, the Dark being Dimension. Dormammu's niece, are we now finally going to see Sorcerer Dor- Dormammu or are we going to keep him kind of... Are we, are we going to keep him as like a, an entity all its own? Because like Marvel seems to go that route, like mm-hmm. Ego being a planet... Mm-hmm. Dormammu being like the vast well, we galaxy. We still got humanized ego too. We got humanized ego, but like, for what? The beginning of the movie, a little bit, mm. and then like, oh, the the final boss is the planet. Yeah, I know. We uh, we talked about this on Thursday. Yeah. Um, my whole thing was like, the reason why I think they made Dormammu a an gal- entity, galactic entity. Because I feel like they were going to use him to be their version of Galactus if they didn't get the if rights did, to yeah. Fantastic Four. And it makes sense. Maybe. Yeah, I can see but that. Just now, the eater of worlds or whatever. But yeah. with Clea opening the portal at the end, the final, or sorry, the true after credit scene, not the Bruce Campbell yeah. after credit scene, yeah. um, we're now really going to see the Dark Dimension, which is a full-fledged place. It's not just a, oh, this is where he lives. This is like where there are there are people, there mm-hmm. are things. Yeah. Um, 
Same thing with the Quantum Realm. Are we going to now see Dormammu in his bright purple black? Uh, you know, and I really would love to see uh, a fight between him and Strange, almost similar to the Dormammu have come to bargain, because that was a reference to their initial fight where they're fighting. Dormammu loses his power, not loses, loses most of his power as a barrier, mm-hmm. and then Strange makes strikes up the deal. Um, yeah, there's just so much you can work with. There's so many different characters and comics, but I want to see Dormammu really affect the universe because a lot of the time the comics are just trying to stop him from coming here. He could be like the the next Loki. Like he'll, he he could be the next big bad that all of them try to take down. Well, maybe. like what we got in Thor, we have Christian Bale, uh, Gore the God as, Butcher, which Takeda Waititi is saying is the best MCU villain. Yeah, I, don't know, so I really got behind like, Wanda, dude. Like, I did. I, I I'm sorry. She, I, I think love she's the Wanda best. next to Loki. So yeah. obviously not as big in the comics. You haven't read as much. I, I Who as much. would you like to see? Like get portrayed later on like who could we bring in with what you know we have fantastic force we could obviously say dr doom yeah I was we have x-men yeah. we can say magneto is there a niche villain that you would like to, i mean we have endless possibilities mm. at this point it could be a niche character it could be somebody that everybody knows is there someone you would like to see portrayed on this give me a minute to think about all this. right all right danny i'll start with you so for me um you already nailed it uh dr doom um, what, because they're hinting at Secret Wars, we're going to get a Fantastic Four movie. Doctor Doom has a huge part to do with Secret yeah. Wars in the Multiversal War when he creates Battle World, and you know the universes fight. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a thing that's going to happen. They're already hinting Universal War. Um, I mean, with he's King. he's important to more than just the Fantastic yeah, Four. He that, becomes yeah. Sorcerer Supreme too. So yeah, like, he does. Got a and lot he becomes of... the the god at one point too. I'm like, kind so, of surprised it wasn't more about Kang in that movie. Yeah, there, there there really wasn't. I know that in Moon Knight there was like a couple of things of hints of Kang because it was in oh, Egypt yeah, and Kang used to be the Pharaoh back in the day. But yeah, um, I have to watch that. Um, Moon Knight was, was good. Um, what was I going to say? Friggin', but yeah, Dr. Doom for me, because he is a integral part of Secret Wars, which yep. where they're heading. So I, I think that's what they should do. Um, a little bit of a missed opportunity. I would have liked to see Magneto, like kind of help. Um, that was going to be my pick. That's, uh, so I'll, I'll let you know. No, 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 that's, that's it. Magneto, oh, okay. that's it. So for me, it, um, you know, just, just him, like having some dialogue with his adoptive daughter. Yeah, it makes so. sense. Yeah. And Yanni, is there anybody you would like to say? I don't really, like I said, I don't mean... Oh, is there, is there any, like, is there any Marvel character that you do know that would, like, because now that we have as X-Men... A, as a villain. So, like, anything's possible now. It's multiverse. So yeah. you can just like, say whatever villain you want to see in the future from the multiverse. If, if any, like, is there any, like, X-Men characters like Sabretooth? They're like, watch the X-Men. oh, you don't? Oh, okay. All right. I know very, very little about the X-Men. All right. The, so... The symbiote god. Right. Symbiote God, yeah. Right, I, I, that I would like to see. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah, that was where I was going to ask, are we going to go into the symbiotes? So I'm glad that that was brought in. Um, I'll make a joke, and then I'll obviously go with who I'd love to really get more important. Mm-hmm. I want Throg, first of all. <laughs> we got Throg. And did, Loki. Did we? Because that was the Thor Frog. There's Throg the villain. No, there is Throg. There's, the there's a Frog Thor that is a villain, and I want that to be referenced since this... Love and Thunder is literally going to be a joke and comedy movie. Yeah. It's going to have, you know, it's serious moments. Mm-hmm. Come on, give me Throg. I want to see Thor look at Throg and just have a hammer hammer off and just, that is all I need. <laughs> That's my hammer. That's my hammer. <laughs> um, um, obviously, this is not a niche character because obviously we bring up big ones. But now that there's talks about Galactus, 
we get the anti-hero of the Silver Surfer because in original Marvel, he was a villain. He, he was, was the ward. He was, yeah, he was basically shown as the character that brought Galactus, who showed him the universe. Who, um, and then you can also bring up, for me, the number one character we got teased in the Fox universe, but now X-Men is, I want Mr. Sinister. Yeah, oh my god. Dude. I want Minis I Mr. Him. Sinister because I feel as though if you need a character that's been in so many Magneto, your you know, Doctor Doom, someone who's affected the universe, mm -hmm. give us Mr. Sinister because he can offer so much. He's not just a pushover villain either. He's genetically better than all of us and kind of fits what they're going with the whole multiverse. It's like his entire mission is to genetically enhance and fix what he sees as wrong. Mm -hmm. Aren't they setting up the uh, Sinister Six with Spider-Man? Yeah, I mean, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Wait, is Mr. Sinister? No, no, no. No, I was no. just thinking uh, Mr. Negative. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see Mr. Negative. Yeah, yeah. I can see him coming. Yeah. There's a lot of good characters we so, can bring in. Um, you brought up King of the Symbiots. I wonder if they'll show him in... Well, with Venom, you know, uh, we're, we're kind of going down the rabbit hole here. You know, yeah, yeah. supposed to keep this it's strange, but in Venom, you know, they announced the, the, hive mind the hive mind throughout the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So which means there's versions of, there's one whole giant, I would assume, planet of symbiotes, maybe within the multiverse, not in like a specific, probably like, but like, like within yeah. like a pocket universe. Yeah. Cause they share mm -hmm. knowledge, you know? So I don't know. I don't know much about the symbiote god, but I think yeah, he's pretty cool. I, I, the only reason why I bring it up, and we'll get back to Strange, is because that's how Gore gets his sword. He gets it, because the sword is made out of the, the symbiote. But, um, yeah, so I would say, because, again, um, we'll, we'll do the nitpicky thing about uh, Strange. Mm -hmm. My only nitpick is um, where the hell is Vision? He did. Well, didn't you see? He flew off because he wanted to find the meaning of life. And clearly, and, it's not Wanda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like she wanted to end it. It's like you know she's going through like this crisis or whatever. Not what besides her lying to Strange at the beginning, saying, "Oh, Viz had his you know ideas about the multiverse." But like you know, where like nothing, nothing with Vision. Like oh no, I'm thrilled about that. That was a great like, part of the movie for that's, me. Yeah. That's not her her vision though, right? But it's it's Vision now because if you watch WandaVision, like he. He copied everything from that reality oh. vision. So, like, it's he's white vision now, but it's vision. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Cancel. <laughs> not okay, man. Not okay. You know what I mean. No, but, but, um, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, that was the best fight in all of Marvel Universe, the debate between two visions, because nothing <laughs> nothing sells me on loving the fucking TV show like a chess match. Yes. Woo! Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Vision definitely should have played a part, but I feel as though they already kind of, and this is where I want to say the writing for me was a little lackluster. They already kind of gave Wanda this really lackluster house of them. <clears throat> oh, I want my children back. They're in another universe. And that's her entire goal of the movie. Mm. And then when she finally scares her children, she's like, I'm defeated. Mm. Like, it's like, oh. Um, I, okay. think it was the, I think it was the fact that she saw the way. She saw the monster in herself. Yes, in herself that's what I mean. She, and, yeah. and she I, loves her kids, but she scared the shit out of them. Yeah, and I get no. that. It's just that's how Wanda's always been portrayed as the weak, as they call her, the weak-minded uh -huh. destroyer because she so easily cracks. Um, I just, I felt as though, like, you had shown us Shima Gorath, you had shown us Nightmare, and I loved Wanda. I think Elizabeth, I, I do not like Wanda in the comics. I think Elizabeth Olsen 
is phenomenal. I think mm-hmm. she is such a great actress. Yeah. But I just feel like you could have given her more. Like she brought up Vision to Strange once. Like, That's don't talk it. about me. I blew my husband's head up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, they're and then I'm talking about about, you know, my kids are back. Like, oh, okay, vision's over. Cool. So uh, I feel as though it didn't need to give us more vision because I personally just I find every scene he's in kind of boring <laughs> as is. Um, yeah. um, so Jordan, earlier you said you gave it an eight. Why did it lose points for you? Um, come back to me in a minute, man. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> Jordan's like, come back. Any nitpicks for you, uh, Yanni? I don't really have that, like too many nitpicks. I'm glad it wasn't like a woke Marvel movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, it had one woke scene, but it's whatever. Yeah, that, that was not anywhere near enough to overshadow it, and like, no. I didn't even really bat an eye at that. No, I, I, I don't even feel like it was. Oh, I'm just like comparing that in my mind to Eternals. Eternals, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yep. But, I don't. I don't really have a problem with it, but I no. I understand what you said. What you mean? Um, I know other countries didn't like that 10 second scene, which yeah. is dumb. They had a bandit in a country, but I, I won't get down that road. Um, it's because of the Statue of Liberty thing, or? No, 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 that, that was. No Spider-Man, but. Um, but um, no, other than that, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think that Marvel's in a great place right now. Kevin Feige knows where it's going. He's right to say that Strange is the anchor of the MCU going forward, especially where they're going. Um, well, at least where we think it's going to go, unless they're misdirecting everyone again. But they could be. They could be. Actually, I got a nitpick for you. Mm. That fight between um, the air quotes fight between America Chavez and uh, Wanda, where mm-hmm. it was, there was mm-hmm. like no magic at all. It was just punches. Well, it was her. Um, she. Didn't I know nothing about the character. So she does with in the comics at least. She punches and she gets her strength. From the multiverse in her punches, she's a she's a mutant in the comics, so it's she's an interdimensional it, 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 traveler. Yeah, for a movie that was like all magic fights, that one was very not magicy. I mm. so I will follow up on that. Um, I hate the believe in yourself trope in yeah. movies when you're like, I can't do it, but you just need to believe, and then randomly she has all oh, this power. Yeah. That is one of the most annoying things because it's just like. You could show a little bit of struggle, or maybe throughout the movie she starts getting a little bit better at it. I like when it comes out with like rage. Yeah, the character gets like so yeah, mad they rage. just instead of trying to control it, just go. But nuts. I don't know. That's like my biggest complaint is just you're. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna keep talking about Shima Gorath and all that because those characters are important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but I yeah, like just I, I don't like that that trope in movies where it's like you can't do something the entire movie and then randomly enough five minute span you're just like i'm all powerful it's like yeah, what yeah, master of the universe mm-hmm. it's like it's plural it's like the, it's like the running joke that palpatine can't turn his electric off in a fight it's like man dude if you just <laughs> yeah if you just fucking you know turned off <laughs> both, yeah. 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 both times yeah both no, times no, three times three mace Windu, oh, yeah, yeah, Darth yeah, yeah, yeah. and ray <laughs> yep like dude if you're so fucking strong and the you, yeah i get it I get, stop. yeah i get your lightsabers like uh, oh, that's a stupid weapon. But like, dude, just oh, yeah. oh shit! Wow, I'm not dying. Yeah. Like, that's like that's the way I see that whole believe in yourself. It's, trope. Like, it's like getting tased. He's just stuck holding the on button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shipping his brain is fucked up. Like I can't. No, but it's like stuff like that. Um, because other than that, like Wanda felt like a horror movie villain. She felt yeah. like she was yeah, constantly present. Like, like when she's going through the mirror dimension, she is constantly 
Well, they gave her that, like, like, like I said, that witchy type. Yeah, yeah. and but that, but then you're gonna tell me she, like Yanni said, you, she loses to punches, and then and it, love, and yeah, and Strange is like, no, don't stop her. It was like, this is. I mean, it was very, know, it was anticlimactic. To me, to me, it wasn't like her punches. It's just, hey, I'm going to give you what you want, and shows her. Yeah, shows her the kiss. And I and I can and you can bring up the argument that Strange weakened her a lot in that fight with Wong's help. Yeah, and obviously, like we can go down that route. It's just, like I said, I hate that whole believe in yourself trope because it's a great message. Don't get me wrong. It's also a very... It's overdone. It's a weak... It's a weak yeah. ending. I could see it. I could see where it's I like how, as it progressed and she started going more and more crazy, her fingertips started, like, corroding and, like, the farther down her fingers... That's so everybody... Hits. Yeah, that's so everybody who uses the dark hold, that happens. It happened with Agatha, Wanda, and uh, Strange. Strange is the eye, though. Well, no, he get he um sinister strange. If you look at black, his fingers, he oh, yeah, black he right. yes. too. It's it's how long you're using the universe, basically. The, or the, the dark hole. I know I asked you about it, but I forgot the answer. What's the isn't the eye like the mark of someone who's been corrupted? So there's a few different takes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has it in comics. There's a joke. It's the eye of the holder. There's it's there's a few different terms to it, but it's basically Strange's way of seeing what's next. It's and it's also showing the the hold that the dark hold had on him because there's like once you have it in you there will never actually be destroyed you're you're constant and that's one of his traveling points from the dark dimensions at later on and also the the previous um sorcerer to agamotto Mm -hmm. the eye of agamotto that that's yeah exactly comics he uses that as his third eye exactly um and yeah i don't know i think i'm excited about uh, was Charlie's Theron? Charlie's Theron, yeah. Yeah, I, I never say her name properly. So it's funny, I, I've always wanted her to be in the MCU, and it hadn't happened at all, but yeah. then they finally put her in, so I'm like, all right, this is a good character for her. Yeah, and there's, and I like I said, I think this opens a lot of different things, because like, now the, the Marvel Universe got to see their Reed Richard. Hopefully it stays this way, because like yeah. you said, Krasinski, John Krasinski, Krasinski is... But it just looks like him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrifying. It's like when you think of Professor X, you immediately put Patrick Stewart in mm-hmm. that role. And uh, someone was saying to Patrick Stewart, you know, are you going to be in the next Marvel? The dude's 81. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much longer do you think he can? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess he doesn't look that old because oh, the wow. man's, he stayed the same mm-hmm. with a few wrinkles. But yeah. like, dude, even him walking. He's still doing Picard. Mm-hmm. I know, but like. He's 81. I know. And there's no X-Men movie in any site. Like, maybe we could give us a... a I can never remember the other guy's name. The other Charles oh, Xavier. Yeah, yeah, I, younger, uh, yeah James, I don't know his name. James McAvoy. That's what it is, McAvoy. James McAvoy. I liked him. I thought he was and good. And I did like Michael Fassbender as Magneto, too. Yeah. Besides in Apocalypse. But, yeah. But <laughs> So, overall, Jordan, you gave it a ranking. Yanni, if you had a rank, strange. Because I got no prior knowledge i'd probably go nine out of ten I'd, yeah one of my favorites for me i, I would say a, a nine out of ten too because again it, it i went in with not overblown expectations i'd give it a it. six at it no I'm gonna, <laughs> I, i'd probably i'd go with the middle ground i'd say eight and a half i there's a few things that definitely ticked me off but overall the movie was super solid mm. um it felt the truest we've gotten to a lot of the comics i know that it dips its toes more than it actually sits on one mm-hmm. but it gave us a lot more of that than you know some of the other marvel movies where would you put this would this go in a top three would this go in a top five so this is a top five for me my favorite is still uh chapter america winter soldier yeah mm-hmm. uh the guardian series as a whole will be number two uh spider-man no way home 
number three. Fuck that cup. <laughs> uh, four. It's hard to say because it'd, it'd either be uh, Ragnarok or Black I how, Panther. I love how Endgame didn't even get in there. I don't. Me. I don't count any of the Avengers movies. Yeah, if we did it in solo movies, I wouldn't put the Avengers in. Either. All right. And uh, then Strange. Then Strange. Yeah. No, I'll let you go. Okay. Um, for me, top five as well. For me, it's it in no particular order. One or two is either um, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, yeah, um, or Black Panther. Because Black Panther was Black, great. Black Panther has always been one of my favorite Avengers growing up, and they did the way they introduced him in Civil War was great. And then his solo movie was just insane. It was almost like the perfect like introduction to finally get him in an mcu yeah it's you know it, it sucks now I, i'm you know i don't know where the sequel's gonna go but um then uh from there uh thor ragnarok um iron man one okay and then uh the final one will probably be guardians one okay uh, favorite marvel movie <clears throat> i'd probably have to say thor ragnarok it was one of the first ones that i got into and i really really enjoyed it yeah, that was one of the ones. That was like one of the ones we all first went and saw together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I really liked Spider-Man: No Way Home. I'd probably put that at three, and I'd probably put this at two for me because mm-hmm. we're excluding all Avengers things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'd definitely put it in my top three. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Number one is Thor: The Dark World. Number two is <laughs> number two is Captain Marvel. Oh Jesus! Eternal. Number one. This is this is top five favorite, not top five worst. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> so top top five favorites: Iron Man three. <laughs> um, going okay. Seriously now, uh, number one. I I want to put probably as much as i love captain america i'd probably say black panther was number one for me black Panther's that was so good it was nice seeing the lion king redefine it oh <laughs> 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 um, no but no black panther um doctor strange two um captain america winter soldier number three uh guardians i'd probably guardians one is number yeah. four i have a hard time picking between one and two because just i think one feelings of the movies are mm-hmm. they're different but i also think great. like two was more focused on star lord and of course it was focused on star lord but it was i feel like it was trying to but match Mantis, watch out that that scene <laughs> is up there um but no and then number five my nipples <laughs> i'd have to say the one that uh, oh but then i'd be scared i'd say no way home no, I, I want to say Iron Man 1 because that started the universe yeah. and it, minus X-Men now being or Spider-Man or whatever is going to be considered. Mm-hmm. But I'd say No Way Home takes five because there was enough fan, like, you know, the fans got what they wanted finally mm-hmm. after all these years. Mm-hmm. But it still felt complete with, you know, Green Goblin for Defoe. And you know what's amazing? And I was thinking about it while we were uh, talking is in Spider-Man Homecoming, it's Tony Stark. Yeah. In No Way Home, it's Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, I think that's yeah. a beautiful, like yeah. little and attention then, to detail of storytelling right there. And mm-hmm. who is his mentor? And it's gonna be the mentor probably in Spidey Four. Reed Richards. Yeah. No, you got Reed Richards because now nobody knows. If we get Fantastic Four of this universe, because yeah. we don't know 
Well, we well no, we, we'd still get Fantastic Four, but we yeah. don't. We don't have we don't John know, Krasinski. Yeah, we don't possibly. know if John Krasinski's in it. But the the people who did, um, uh, the people who produced freaking Moon Knight, they're producing Fantastic Four because yeah. John Watts left. Man, Fantastic I can't Four. wait for another Fantastic Four. Let's hope that this one actually goes right. <laughs> to be honest, as cheesy as the Fox ones were, Doctor Doom was real. Do- uh, maybe in the first one. <laughs> hey, I just remember those movies from a kid. I haven't watched them. No, 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 but but no, I'm being serious though. Like as cheesy as they were, I didn't mind. <laughs> I hated the second one, but the first one I I thought was decent. Like me, like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> for me, shut up. Uh, for me, <laughs> I am a fan of Star Wars. I like all Star Wars media. Okay, even though Solo for me was probably the weakest point. But other than that, whatever. I'm not. I don't want to go down that road. That's for another day. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is my favorite member of the Fantastic Four, and I thought Grimm was really good in the first Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, me like Big Rock Man too. Yes, B- Big That's Rock. That's why Korg is Korg is pretty yeah, cool. Korg, yeah. no, Korg gets a mustache in friggin' Love and Thunder, and I cannot uh, wait. <laughs> it's a spoiler cast. It's funny. He, Korg was initially supposed to be a uh, small character. Yep. And then uh, the director's like, "All right, well, in order, one of the clauses for him to direct the movie was he can change some of the script." Yep. And well, he wrote in a ton he, of it. He is because he is Korg. Yeah. He is yeah, Korg. Well, I know too. he is Korg, but he was like when he rewrote it, I was like, "Oh, that's a lot of the characters." Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love Meek too. <laughs> I, I think the best part. Oh, he's dead. Oh no, Meek's alive. I love, I love the fact that. Uh, if you ever look up uh, the Graham Norton show, Tom Hiddleston does a spot-on yeah. impersonation of Korg. Yeah. And it's it's just, it makes me so happy because, again, another character that just kills everything is Loki. And then even Korg getting an Avengers reference, like, gets in the Avengers movie. He's playing Thor. This guy's beating me up in the game. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, playing Fortnite or something. Yeah, they were yeah. playing Fortnite. I was not expecting Noob that one. Master. <laughs> yeah. But, no. Um, Noob Master 69. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New Master 69. Oh. So I don't think we have much more to talk about with Strange. Yeah, we're no. just kind of like going so, off now. I, I would say in closing, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was one of the most hyped up movies for me uh, other than No Way Home. I think the minute we came out of No Way Home, we looked at Warren and we're like, Haha, day one, we're going. Like, this yeah. is it. And I, overall, I thought it was a great experience going with you guys. And I can't wait to see where they go next. I like to say we didn't actually go day one, we went the day before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did go the day before, yeah. Throwing up the day ones. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Warren. I say I love the fact that even wrestling still shows up in a Oh, come on, podcast. do you know this friend group? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I definitely think it's a strong start. I think a lot of people were kind of iffy on it because they, like Jordan said, expected a lot more. Um, I just, I'm excited to see where Marvel goes with it. They always have their 10-year plan. I mean, they have the media meetings all the time they're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as Ben DeCumberbatch is there for the next 10 years, like he, like he uh, like he's intends to be, I'm fantastic. in for it. So uh, in closing, I think it's just going to be a fun movie. I think it's going to go and kind of bring an element of darkness that the Marvel yes. knew. Like, and the, the thing is, like, I've talked about this before with Far From Home. It was the movie after we lost Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, and every scene that was supposed to be sad was then followed up by humor. Mm -hmm. As much I understand it, it it invokes emotion, and I understand that if you can get someone to laugh, you can get someone to cry. Mm -hmm. I feel as though we just, we need deep moments, and you need the audience to kind of feel that and be sad, because then... That that scene that was cut out of Endgame. uh, Oh, with Morgan. No, the, the... 
when they're all around and you're seeing their reaction to him dying. Oh, when they kneeled? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah I feel yeah. like that should have been in the that movie. That should have been in the movie, and yeah. That, but when you bring in like a dark scene like that and you immediately mask it with with humor, it kind of downplays that last scene. And I feel like this is the first real Marvel movie that, I mean, yes, Thanos won, got the snap and great, but you're really seeing like people die and it's like, holy shit. And then they just go and Wanda's chase and I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're just staying on this. Mm-hmm. that was needed. I feel like we need to kind of back away from everything being humor, just like DC kind of needs to stop being, being so dark. fucking dark, like <laughs> Peacemaker being such a great that representation a that we that can, was... oh, we can just be funny yeah. and fucked up, but we don't have to. I think who would have thought like... John Cena would have been the one to... Wait, oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait let's just let's yeah. come back. And Yanni. <laughs> I like, because as you were saying where it goes, like, Sad, funny, sad, funny. I think Strange did a good job of letting sad, like, actually get the emotional payoff. Yeah. Or, like, take the beginning when uh, Strange is at the wedding, or I think it was the wedding, mm-hmm. and he's sitting next to the guy, and the guy the was... The doctor, yeah. yeah. the other doctor. And the doctor gave him, <laughs> like, a snide remark. He's like, well, I've been gone for the past five years. Yeah. And then the guy's like, yeah, well, you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. And it kind of put it into perspective for him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I, I think we need more emotional weight because, I mean, as we know, comic book characters, they never die. Or maybe they do in this universe, but they'll always be referenced. Like, let's just talk about that it's actually, you know, things in the past are actually relevant. Yep. And, yeah, like I said, we can keep a dark tone, which I think needs to be a thing in Marvel. Where you said there's that 10-year plan, too. Since <laughs> you have the next, we'll call it 20 movies, 40 movies. TV shows. Planned out TV shows. You can take your time to weave this very intricate story that each piece adds to. And I, I think if they do it right, it'll be something special. Mm-hmm. And as long as they keep, like I said, it's, I've said that we and Nikki were talking about this. If you have the TV shows as more of the entertainment side, like your WandaVisions, like the after effects of the movie, but you keep the movies being your comic book references. Like, cause WandaVision was, that wasn't a thing. That's never been referenced. Like, obviously, Wanda and Vision have always had that love interest. Well, they used uh, her creating her reality. It's the House of M to yeah. light. To, but yeah. but it's more of like, all right, let's really bring and people Agatha. in. Like, let's sell the, the streaming. Let's get people watching it, getting excited. Uh, Moon Knight did it really well with the what the fuck is going on. Um, Loki did a really good job. Moon Knight was, Loki was good. Yeah, Loki's, Loki's good. still my favorite one. But it's... <laughs> Ooh, we're getting a phone call. Ooh, got it right. <laughs> right? Woo! Apple, please yeah. don't yeah. <laughs> Um, But no, so it's just, I feel like the movies are a little bit more for the comic book reader. And obviously it's the entertainment, mm-hmm. but the shows are very, like you said, if you can weave that community and bring more eyes to the product, everything gets better. The comics get better. The, the entertainment gets better. Everything kind of does what it does. And I just feel like if we can have a more serious product sometimes, because I hated Far From Home. It is probably in the low tier of my movies. With Mysterio. With Mysterio. Because yeah. it just, it didn't feel like Robert Downey Jr.'s death meant anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt like that was a big, mm-hmm. you know, fuck you to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. See the uh, memes going around with that movie? It was uh, someone like cut themselves over all the TV screens when it was Mysterio and it was like Mysterion after he gets defeated. He's like, all right, no, it's Peter Parker. He's this little bitch. He lives here. These are his friends. <laughs> this oh, is what he God. is. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a good, you know, way of us showing our excitement for the movie and what we thought about it coming out of it. I saw it twice already. I may see it a third time. <laughs> I haven't seen it once, but I'm totally I know Jordan saw it again. twice. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. The second time I saw it in 3D and my eyes hurt. So 
<laughs> yeah, that, that movie was definitely an experience mm-hmm. on some extracurriculars. <laughs> but yeah, in closing, um, great first episode for Yanni. Loved his input, and it was uh, great. I, I like, you know, we get a we get an opinion of somebody who ha- doesn't really have prior knowledge to it, and even he came out at, you know, experienced it as a great movie. Um, you know, we'll see what's going on within the next few weeks, what our next topic w- was going to be, but I enjoyed it. And I'm glad people are still listening and still enjoying. We started streaming our ads on our content now. We're going to keep it that way. Well, you, gotta, kinda... you, know, you really do have to in this economy. In this economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it that way, Jordan. That was so good. Yeah, and yeah. Warren's laugh in the background. It was perfect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. And, you guys, thanks again for continuing to you know support the podcast. Like, it's just awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'll even put in a poll at the end of this one on Spotify, whether if you guys enjoyed Multiverse of Madness or not. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Any Anything else in closing, guys? Like, what you want to say to the audience before we log off here? That awkward silence is phenomenal. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> honestly, I just say, if you really enjoy the content, uh, even just review. Review mm-hmm. us. Uh, tell a friend. It's one of those things that, you know, even the smallest word of mouth can make a big difference. Um, and again, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. That, I, I, I have knocked, just this, that cup. Just I, I have knocked <laughs> my water bottle over multiple times throughout this talk. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, thank you for uh, listening and giving us a chance to do the thing we love to do in this talk, uh, mm-hmm. nerd culture. And not in, in, in sports and just talk job. Whatever the fuck y'all want to hear. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no. Um, I'm super appreciative. And, you know, if this ever goes anywhere, we will remember all the ones that supported from day one. Of course. Uh, love you, my ninjas. Yep. <laughs> Yanni, you're first in closing. Yeah, no, I, this was honestly a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, this was never something I kind of pictured, but it was something a few different people throughout my life had brought up. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, at work, a buddy of mine suggested something similar to this just because we'd say the most ridiculous crap at work <laughs> to imagine. make everybody laugh. But I, I like how the official format is, and thank you to everyone who listens. Yeah. I mean, without you guys, this doesn't happen. And, of course, guys, we're going to be continuing to grow, and thank you guys for supporting, and we will see you in a few weeks. Later. Get you on the flip side. Nani. <laughs> <laughs>